1: Hi, everybody. Uh, man feels three weeks in a row, three weeks in a row, full length episodes we're we're firing on all cylinders we're, uh yeah. we're bringing we're going we're powering through the holidays and into I guess what like a holiday in and of itself in the toy community, right? like list season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we did our if you if you didn't hear our twenty twenty four most wanted. Uh, wish list episode. Pause this, go back, listen to that. Uh, it gives you kind of an idea of what we're looking forward to in 2024. Or, while you're listening to this, take a look at our Instagram because we posted in full detail uh, 10 different most wanted lists across uh, some of the lines that, that, that we collect most uh, fervently. Um, and uh, Dave, if they wanted to take a look at those lists on our Instagram, how, how would they go about doing that?
0: They would go to at AIC underscore podcast on the Instas. Um, you can also go to youtube.com slash AIC underscore podcast and see all of our fun um, posts and top 10 want lists and ultimately these top 10 lists and make sure to like and share your own um, subscribe at the YouTube, hit the bell. So that way you could see me. You could see my hands open cards or um, see me talk about a, uh, a Gamera and um, see Eric talk about a uh, CM Punk and other things.
1: Yeah. And also our monthly giveaway, which uh, if you're listening to this, episode as it is brand new. Our monthly giveaway this month um, is a pair of CM Punk collectibles. So a gallery, a PVC gallery diorama statue from Diamond Select Toys, and the Walmart exclusive uh, Jazzwares AEW uh, Supreme CM Punk. So uh, if you head over to our Instagram, you'll see that too. Um, yeah, it's always we're always having a good time over there. Always trying to do do fun stuff. Like like what we're doing today, our top ten lists. so um, in a second, we'll we'll each give kind of our our ground rules for our our lists. we We both kind of have some different different rules in place as we build our our top tens uh, throughout the year. And then um we each have kind of a, I guess you could say, a pair of honorable mentions um to go with with our top ten lists. Uh, as well. Dave, do you want to um do you want to do the honors with your with your rules first? Do you want to you want to set the stage for your list?
0: Um yeah. So nothing on here looks like it's anything that was given to me. But uh, if it was something that was given to me in order to make the top 10 list, I would have had to have um wanted to purchase it on my own. Um I know Dan Larson has changed his rules this year, but I refer to them as the Dan Larson rules. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Had to have been made within this year, and all that good stuff,
1: yeah, yeah. So my rules, um basically this year, I went with individual figures. So in the past, I've done you know releases. So like, if you've listened to previous versions of our top 10 from previous years you've heard me talk at length about things like the Razor Crest and the you know you've heard Dave mention you know the the uh New Gen Arena um i think i actually even had that on my list as well but um this year i'm i'm not doing that so play sets uh i am d- i'm doing specific individual figures and i am also um only allowing myself to take a single figure from a line for my list so like you won't find two marvel legends figures on here you won't find two um wwe figures i i am i wanted to get kind of a nice variety for this top 10 of things that i've really enjoyed and you know as soon as we get into things like star wars Vintage collection or marvel legends or wwe um it, it can end up making up like you know, a third of my list, if not more of just those figures. So, um, I have, I have forced myself to pick, uh, individual only one figure from a given line for my list. And that's, that's where I'm at my top 10. And unlike in years past, this is a proper top 10 for me. My number 10 is a number 10. My number one is a number one. Um, there's no like ties or anything. I, I, I actually forced myself to rank these, um, in order of kind of, enjoyment and, and and joy and whatnot. Um so yeah so I think with that we should probably start with our honorable mentions before we uh before we hit our start at 10 and work our way up to one. Um since I'm already talking uh I'll just cover my uh my my uh honorable mention first. Um so uh we're each gonna do two honorable mentions. mine is combined into one because technically it is two separate releases. Um Honestly, you could take any figure from this honorable mentions section and and make it just a a single release because it's kind of they're all the same with you know just being you know slightly different sculpts in the face and you know some different accessories. But um, four figures that I thought for certain I was going to be able to skip um, because I hate the source content that they're like truly hate the source content that they're from. Um, I don't find it redeemable or enjoyable in any way. I recently tried to, to watch it with my children, and they both asked me to turn it off. Um, it was so bad. It was actually somehow worse than I remembered it, but these figures are just absolutely stunning and amazing, and were it not for two other releases from this company, they would have m- miraculously um, ended up on my top ten list, but the um, the live-action Jim Henson... Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from part three, the, uh, the Samurai Turtles, Turtles in Time, uh, fantastic figures, two, two packs, uh, available at Walmart. Um, I saw them in person and literally groaned out loud (laughs) because I knew I had to get them, um, just because they look so cool. And, you know, my oops, all Donnie's collection gets another Donatello and, You know, they're, they're just, they're really cool. Absolutely gorgeous work down to Nicole Fox, uh, work on the, the soft goods, the way that the soft goods fit the wired bottom, the fact that, um, uh, Leo's has some extra holes cut in the back so you could slide the, the scabbards through it. It's just, they're, they're fantastic. Um, I, I feel bad for you if you are forced to see them in person as a turtles fan, because if you see them, I think you're going to have a really hard time not buying them. Um yeah so that that's my honorable mention.
0: Um so I have two separate ones um that I would like to mention. Um first is uh my first ever Neca purchase which was the Ultimate Misfits Fiend. Um I just think it's a really cool figure. Um it was a way for me to kind of get into get a Neca figure but get a one-off figure if that makes sense. Like, you know, yes, there have been multiple fiends, like, you know, there's different cloaks and things like that over over history, um, or at least have been portrayed as such. But, you know, this, this is... It hit my little punk rock soul, and um, I thought it was cool. And my second one is... Something that was on the list, but I'm going to kind of tweak it a little bit. It was on the first half of the year list, um, and that is the Super 7 uh, Disney Parks exclusive Tron figures, the reaction figures. However, I'm going to put a focus on the light cycle and figure kind of two pack. Um, I was recently able to finally pick those up on a recent trip, and they are from last year. So uh, we're from 2023. Um, I was there in 2023, found them. It's not something you see very often. Usually, you know, your Super 7 vehicles are something a bit larger. Um, So it was really cool to see a Super 7 vehicle that is kind of smaller and, you know, I'll say more multiply displayable, if that makes
1: sense. They're definitely more display friendly. That's that's for sure.
0: And, um, you know, it's just really cool. It's, it's a really cool way of saying, like, you know, how can we make this cool light cycle that's a bright color and matches the movie, but still make it something that we could put a reaction figure? And that's the answer.
1: Fair, fair. Um, do you want to roll right into your, your 10 from there? Do you,
0: want, do you want to kick off the official, the official list here? Um I can kick off the official list sure. Um number 10. Um this one is one that appeared on my first half too. Took a little bit of a dip in the number, but I still thought it was good enough to um to put on here. Um and it is this is like a multiple the first of a many multiple appearance thing. Um there's a couple lines that I, I I do multiples of. Um and this is the Zombie Sailor Toys Wrestling's Heels and Faces Danhausen. And um it's I think one of the best heels and faces figures um was the best until a certain point which we'll get to later. Um uh, maybe. But I think it's really cool, especially if you got the pre-order with the teeth and the extra hands. Um, well, the extra hands are in there, but the teeth and the human money and all that good stuff.
1: What a, what a year for Danhausen!
0: What a year! What a year! 2023
1: for somebody that was injured for the majority Most of, of 2023. 2023. He he still still had an incredible year. Good for good for Danhausen. Um, one could say it's a very it was a very nice, very evil year actually um okay so before i head into my number 10 something else that i just wanted to note because you you mentioned it um in terms of this list compared to my list from the first half of 2023 it is entirely different there isn't a single figure that was on my first half list that that made it to the the end of your list um it's just the back half of the year was was really, really packed with some some heavy hitters, and the one figure that I thought was going to be kind of um uh, insurmountable not only was was surmountable, but again, because of the rules that I set up for myself no longer appears on the list so uh with that, number ten uh one of the kind of hottest underdog sort of you know low key you know. Toy lines of the year: a toy line that made it all the way to the finals in our uh, in our our 2023 Archie Award tournament. Uh, Jada Toys Street Fighter Ryu. Um, what a figure for a company that has only been making action figures. Granted, they've been making toys for a very long time, right, with their their diecast cars and everything. But um, for a company that has only been making action figures for about two years. Um, Roughly, uh, these star are uh, these uh, Street Fighter figures are unbelievable. Uh, Ryu is is my favorite of the three. Um, they recently revealed at LA Com- Comic Con the kind of entire lineup, and it's you know everyone you'd hoped it would be for the most part. Uh, all the the core characters are there, but the the Ryu is great has one of the coolest accessories ever that comes with a little stand on um, the, the little Hadouken accessory and the fact that like the the matched up hands are kind of buried inside that like orb it's just it's it's phenomenal um multiple head sculpts great deco great articulation great feel to it great price point um really excited to see what Jada you know continues to do with not only the Capcom license because there are some really big brands in there that I would love to see them kind of sink uh, sink their teeth into, like maybe a Resident Evil. Um, but uh, you know, excited to see what they do past that too. So yeah, that's my number ten.
0: Number nine, um, we are going to Jazzwares for this one, um, and I think it is the um, best. AEW Supreme figure that they've made thus far. Um, it's another kind of late in the year one, but uh, it it came on like a storm, um, just in time for the reemergence of CM Punk, and I'm of course talking about the AEW Supreme CM Punk. Um, you know the multiple the multiple gear options with the the extra set of legs. You got all the hoodies and t-shirts and head options. Um, I think it probably is the best likeness of Punk in um, all the figures thus far. And yeah, it's just, you know, a great figure that kind of had some, Initially, kind of poor, but ultimately great timing. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to, to Magic and the uh, and that was a Walmart exclusive, by the way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which you can win right now on our on our Instagram. You can enter to win. Um, yeah, shouts to Magic and Dan, uh, you know, who design over there. The, those, I, it's just so good. And and S- Supreme, you know, f- from the first half of the year, I, I initially had Kenny. The, the Walmart Kenny on my list, which I think is also fantastic. So the fact that, you know, they were able to get both of those out this year, it's, it's just, it's a testament to, you know, what they're doing over there. The, the Lucha mm-hmm. brothers, uh, or yeah, the Lucha brothers figures were also very good.
0: Um, yeah, it didn't hurt that mean. it was my, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time too. So,
1: so moving into number nine for me, um, we're headed into the world of indie toys, uh, with, uh, an a, a pretty recent guest of the pod um Spiro uh Animal Warriors of the Kingdom Lexion so uh these figures I I was drawn to them back when the kickstarter launched I guess it was you know well over a year ago now um but the kickstarter delivered these figures in 2023 um I initially got a you know just a couple of them just because again the designs really spoke to me and once I got them in hand they just felt so good again like a company that you know they've they've produced some three and three quarter inch figures in the past but this was their first endeavor into 112 and um, you would think that Jason and you know the folks at Spiro have been making figures for decades that's how how good these things are um, and I particularly like Lexion just the the colorway the the orange gray brown Um, the whole story that they have enveloped uh, around these, these toys to the comic books. um, It's just a fantastic little world they're creating uh, much like the same kind of spirit energy as, as, uh, as plunderlings, Um, you know, just a different design, but again, just really, really cool figure. And I, I gotta, gotta give some love to those, those people out there that are trying to tell new stories and, you know, create their own, their own path pathways to success. So, um, yeah, that's my number nine. Spiro Animal Warriors of the Kingdom Lexion.
0: So number eight is um my only one on here that's I'm putting two figures together. Um that's not a two pack, but were from purchased like the same day at the same experience. Um and that is the S.H. Figuarts uh, Tamashi Nation's 15th Anniversary World Tour exclusive of Spider-Gwen and Miles Morales from, um, of course, the animated film. And, you know, I think I said all I needed to say or all I could say in the first half of the year version. But, I mean, there... It's... So, I think this was my first actual experience with my own kind of current figure arts, Tamashi Nations figures, and um, to kind of open them myself and really kind of play around with them and, you know, change out heads and hands and display and kind of take a look at them and appreciate them. Uh, You know, it's one thing to appreciate them kind of from afar, but it was another thing to kind of appreciate them in hand. Um, and you know, you kind of understand what everyone tells you about them. Once you own a figure for yourself, um, just two phenomenal figures. It looks like they kind of walked right out of the movie.
1: And that is a wonderful segue, Dave, into my number eight, because my number eight is also something from our friends at Bandai and Tomashi Nations. Um, this was a figure that I was really, really looking forward to, and it absolutely, I think, over overdelivered um, in that category. It's something that you know I, I'm not sure the Marvel Legends team are ever going to get to. Um, so I'm I'm really, really, really excited that that uh, that they tackled this in SH Figure Arts form. This was a very tough call for me though because this figure was. Um, for a while, I flip-flopped back and forth between this and another release um, from from uh, SH Figure Arts, but I ended up going with the uh, Carnage from Let There Be Carnage. Um, as as everybody knows, uh, I talk about it ad nauseum. I love the MCU. I love the figure creations from the MCU world. Um, it's it's some of my favorite stuff uh, out there. And this Carnage figure absolutely just crushes it. It's my it's my favorite Carnage figure that's ever been released. Um it I you know I I don't know if we'll ever see him again in in the MCU in any kind of form. Um considering the you know the, the way storytelling goes. But uh yeah, that's my my number eight is uh Bandai Tomashi Nations SH Figure Arts. Let there be Carnage, Carnage. Number seven,
0: um Another one that was pretty high up on the list in the first half. Um, as always, with your, your Jazz Wars Aew figures, you get not only a a specific, you know, character or person in in Aew lore, but you also get moments. And um, I think this was a phenomenal moment. Um in AEW, and it was the Blood and Guts CM Punk versus MJF Dog Collar match, uh, ringside collectibles exclusive. Um, just kind of spot on. This this to me is like the best non ultimate CM or non supreme CM Punk. Um, but also you got the you know, the old school Ring of Honor style trunks, the, the long shorts, um, MJF. It's everybody's bloody. You get to recreate all like the fun moments from the match. It's it's probably the best blood and guts release thus far.
1: My favorite thing about that set is how sweaty CM Punk looks like. Yeah, you just look at the figure. And I mean, granted, he's covered in blood, but like he also just looks like that, like, combination of, like, bloody, sweaty, greasy, like, they did a really good job of the deco on those figures. and the skull Yeah, I too, agree. Like, the, like the, the, the hair, the way the hair is in his face and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, really good job.
1: Is that really your favorite Blood and Gus? I guess yeah, there there haven't been that many, right?
0: Uh, there's been a few. Um,
1: it's only two packs. No, no, Kenny. No, and, Kenny and, and Mox. Mox. And there's which that, probably
0: was my favorite.
1: And there's the, the Darby, uh, Brody. The Darby, King
0: which coming. probably will become. My... Yeah,
1: the fact that he has that Darby has the bloody handprint
0: on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> that Brody is just like that one Brody head is sick.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And yeah. I'm very much.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to all of the Brody King figures, especially now that we've seen him in person, yeah. Like seeing how large he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. very much so looking forward to that um all right my number seven my number seven takes us to our gi joe classified entry uh for for the year for me um really heavy on the back end of the year from gi joe classified it was kind of kind of quiet uh you know for for most of the 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 first half of the year and then all of a sudden (laughs) q q3 and q4 boy did they start showing up um uh, and this is a figure that I played with heavily as a kid, was one of my, uh, was one of kind of my go-to figures, even though he, he really is kind of like a mission specialist, but I kind of had him doing everything. Um, he does have a terribly unfortunate name, but, uh, I do love, I do love this figure. I love what Classified did with it. Um, my, what are we on? Number seven, I said, Our, my number seven pick, uh, is G.I. Joe Classified Snow Job." um an un- unbelievable figure absolutely unbelievable release um it-, it just has everything you could ever want from it um he's got the snowshoes he's got the the long distance skis he's got ski poles he's got two different weapons um he can holster and carry everything all at once um he's got two different heads he's got goggles he's got a hood down he's got a hood up great articulation looks amazing with the, um, the Arctic bats that, that came out. Unfortunately, I, I missed out on the, the, the snow serpents. Um, that was another, I loved pairing the two of them up as a kid. So I'm hoping I get another crack at snow serpents at some point, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's my number seven, uh, snow job.
0: Hey, Eric, if you, if you weren't sure, I, 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 do love some pro wrestling, Um, and I do love some independent wrestling and someone who really short of like t-shirts never really had a lot of merch until I would say this past year. Um, and has, and one of my favorite kind of characteristics of wrestling figures is when it looks like the person has been shrunken down into, um, in this case, a Hasbro sized figure, okay, and um, talking about, of course, zombie sailor toys, wrestling heels and faces, the king, the man, the god of this, you know what? Nick F. Engage, um,
1: yeah. Well, I mean one one could argue that uh, a friend of the pod, Matt, Matt Cardona, would argue that he is the true king of this. Yeah. Well, you know he he would argue.
0: Yeah, um, well, he is the deathmatch king, but um, I mean, if it's probably one of the best likenesses that, um, and I, I've said this before for other, like, you know, I've said this for Dan House and I said this for Jeff Jarrett, um, even for for Matt and Brian, um, you know, this is the best likeness that's ever been that Zombie's done for. For these, fig- But this is, to me, like, I think just high marks the best one so far.
1: I mean, he doesn't and miss. He doesn't miss. No,
0: no, it's just, you know, topping himself after topping himself. Um, I mean, if there's any wrestler, too, that deserves, like, a kind of elite scale figure is Nick Gage. So, but it's... Yeah, fingers crossed on that one. Um, if we did indie top ten once, that would have been on one of mine. But just what a a great figure um, from the 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 gear to, you know, there's like GCW branding on it. It's it's just fantastic. What what a great figure. I can't say enough about it, um, including the light tube accessories.
1: So from the the deathmatch king. Now, we talked about this a little bit, and you know we, we have not seen each other's lists on purpose. And I gave Dave um, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks, no, a week ago. I gave him three guesses as to what WWE figure was on my list for this year, and he did not get it. Uh did you want to take one additional guess? Do you want me to remind you who you guessed? Um, or do you remember?
0: I don't remember, but...
1: You guessed Ultimate Edition Seth Rollins. Okay. You guessed Ultimate Edition 1990 Undertaker. Okay. And you guessed um, Ultimate Edition J. Jimmy Uso. Those were your your three. Are, are,
0: are, is this gonna be the Gobbledygooker?
1: It is not no. It's not gonna okay. be the Gobbledygooker.
0: That's a great figure.
1: It but... is. It is, but it's it's not that.
0: Uh, that was my other guess. Oh, that was so... your guess. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: you, you should have guessed the best there the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. My uh, my number six pick is Mattel Ultimate Edition Legends. Bret Hart clad all in pink, got the pink coat. The best likeness we've seen of the Hitman so far. Um, you know, uh, I, I I just, I, I love this figure. It takes me right back to new, like new gen era, Bret Hart, like ultra baby face Bret Hart. Um, it's, it's my favorite version of him. It's the version I think of when I think of him, um, obviously slots right into my new gen collection um, perfectly. And again, like it was another crazy year for for wrestling figures. Like it could have very easily been Seth Rollins. It could have been um the uh what, what is it, one oh five or one oh six elite of of Dominic Mysterio. It could have been Jay or Jimmy Uso, it could have been Razor Ramon, it could have been uh God, I mean, there were just there were so many good That
0: Racer Ultimate's pretty good too. Yeah. There
1: there there could have been um it could have been so many different figures, but that Bret Hart figure, I just keep going back to it. Like it's the one, like I said, I I built this list around the figures that kind of brought me the most joy. And sometimes when I'm just kind of tooling around at my desk, um, you know, when I when I'm working, I just like to have like a figure that as I'm, you know, I'm on conference calls or whatever, I just kind of sit and play with and I keep pulling that Bret Hart figure out and I keep just having him either pose or put people random figures in the sharpshooter um so yeah that's uh that's my pick
0: and now a word from our sponsors spin your passion into a business of shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout let's hear that one more time the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.
1: This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy-Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey or online at chubsywubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y wubzzy.com, and tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you.
0: Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean.
1: You're right, Dave. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a Blendjet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds.
0: BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease.
1: BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and recharges quickly via
0: USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go.
1: With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go.
0: What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today.
1: And be sure to use the promo code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 portable blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today to get the best deal ever.
0: And now, back to the show. Yeah, if I were, were going to do a, a wrestling top 10, uh, I would say Gobbledygooker and uh, Razor would have made mine. For sure.
1: And that was Target exclusive, too. I didn't, didn't specify. That's the
0: Target exclusive one. Uh, number five. Um, this replaced a different version of this figure in the top ten, uh, which was like pretty high up there in the the first half of the year. But there were some things that came up in the second half of the year that were just kind of pretty off the charts, amazing that surpassed it, and uh, including this figure slash playset. Um, And it is the McFarlane DC Multiverse, McFarlane Toy Store exclusive, um, the Dark Knight Interrogation Joker. Um, now, the original Joker was unreal. Unreal likeness, unreal just figure, right? Um, but how do you make, like, the filthiest looking character in... Probably comic book movie history look even like kinda grimier. And they managed to nail it. Um and you can recreate your favorite Where are they moments? Um and all that good stuff. Which I but, did.
1: I took that picture.
0: It was very you did. it
1: was very fun to take.
0: <laughs> um at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram. And um Yeah, it's just you know, you when I look at that, I, I think of the, the shot of him clapping his hands together at the ta- and it's just uh, it's it's so good. And it's, m- it's another one of those instances of this is that thing shrunken down to small statue size.
1: My favorite piece,
0: my favorite part of that set, because I also, too, you know,
1: obviously have it um, is the smudge on his forehead, where his head gets bashed into the table. Yeah. You know, where you get the, you know, never start with the head line. Like they actually smudged the paint on his head there. And I, it's just so good. Such a good, that's like, that is to me is the, doesn't per- he have the filthy fingers too? Yep, he has got the dirty hands. Yeah. Um, my, that is a proper store exclusive release. Like that is, that's the way to do it. Um, ho- hopefully we get more of that from, from McFarlane. All right, uh, my number five, um, from from a from a character that's really really dirty to a a little character that has a very very dirty mouth that we never actually get to get to or dirty vocabulary, but we never get to hear what he's actually saying. But we know he's he's got a he's got a potty mouth based on the characters around him. Um, my Star Wars The Vintage Collection entry for this list is our number five. Uh, it is The Vintage Collection. Ahsoka or Star Wars Rebels, take your pick. Uh, Chopper, so the little droid with a potty mouth. Um, he's he's rickety. He's he's uh, he's a feat of three and three quarter inch engineering. If if you ask me, um, it's it's perfect. And in a year where we got some really really awesome vintage collection figures, uh, this is the one that's that's kind of. <laughs> I just keep looking at him smiling. Uh, if you don't have the Vintage Collection Chopper, uh, unlike any other droid uh, in this scale before him, he has an additional um, joint in his kind of like top bucket spinny thing where you can make him look all disheveled and like out of out of kilter, which is just amazing because he kind of has this appearance to him with the little like doohickey hands on his head and... Um, and that kind of like tilt to his uh his his body that he kind of looks like he's unsta- <laughs> unstable and um yeah they they just really captured that awesome and, and paired with the the Hera figure it's just it's great he comes with the little tracking device that she can hold um from from Ahsoka. so uh yeah that i it's, i'm i'm so excited for next year's haslab to deliver like i'm really really excited to get that ghost ship um and, you know, now I have, I have Chopper to go in it. So, yeah, really, really, really excited. That's, that's my number five.
0: Uh, number four for me. What a year it was for, for wrestling figures. And I feel like we say this every year. Was, right? it, Dave? But, was it a good year for wrestling figures? Um, but I'll, I'll say more so, what a year for um, independent wrestling figures. Um, you know, you're, you're non, you know, Mattels and Jazzwares. Um, Because there was a company that was much maligned from out of the gate. Um, That could have had something really disastrous happen at launch. But kind of made you wait a little bit longer. And boy was it worth the wait. Um, I am of course talking about Powertown. And uh, the Powertown Ultras line. And there was one figure um, for... I I would say... It was probably the one that I... Of the ones that I bought, the one that I wanted the most only because I never got the Elite of this person, um, which is one that's kind of gone up in price a little bit. Um, it's not insurmountable like somebody else in this set, um, or it's not like like a huge purchase, um, but it's still one that's that's gone up a bit. And um, they... Any of those figures were were just knocked out of the park, but I think this was the best of the three that I bought um best likeness best all around and and you can see the the unboxing on um on our youtube and that is for magnum t a um yeah with the the old n w a title and all of that good stuff it's just a Phenomenal figure and You know after kind of everything That was going On in the run up to the figures getting released Um it's really cool to see like Another real player In the game Kind of come up and say like no nah, and drop The mic And Powertown kind of did it with This this first Ultra Series and
1: you know To your point uh There is they, they are now a, a third Player in this scale you know, game. I mean, they're, they're going to be making figures for impact for yeah. TNA for impact. So for TNA. Um, yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, we, it, it, I I can't remember the last time it's been a long time since there were three, like major wrestling figure companies having figures at the same time like this. Um, probably back going back to like Jack's toy biz, and toy makers yeah, and toy makers you know it's it's been a long time so um really really excited of course they do have their matt and brian figures um coming those pre-orders have, have closed so those should yep. be coming you know sometime this year and
0: that special edition Carrie von eric is out yep um the diamond edition i believe they called it yep yep so uh which smart. they announced series two
1: yep they announced series two and then they they have their um for those that are are not aware, the people that run Powertown were originally um the people who did the Remco figures back in the day, the, the mm-hmm. um AWA Remco, Remco figures, excuse me. So they're putting out um more Remco style figures too that you know now will go with your, you know, um Mattel superstars. So um and they announced And your Remcos. And and your yeah, and your original Remcos.
0: But um yeah, and those ringside Matt and Brian's or major pawn ones. that's
1: right. Uh, bell to Bell is the company that makes those. And they have more coming too, Bell to bell. so um, all right. so number four, this one is uh, it goes to show you that this figure is number four, um, because i I have to say i I love this figure so much. um, part of a set. I again could have picked any four of these, any one of these four figures. But uh designed by um by Paul Harding, who who does amazing work, um freelance designer, uh released through NECA the uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mirage uh Turtles Four Pack. Um I I've of course went with Donatello. Duh. But um yeah, they're they're just they're so good. The whole the whole kind of delivery of these figures I ended up going in 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 my mind's eye I have I have what I consider to be kind of like a complete set because it's like really issue one of the the comic book um the original you know Eastman and Laird comic books I have the four turtles I have shredder and it's rooftop um finale shredder I've got two foot soldiers and I got Casey Jones done um but these these turtles are just so good they move incredibly I love the paint. I love the deco. I love the proportions of them. I love the accessories, and again, the delivery method—that four pack, getting them all at once, not having to worry about chasing them down or anything. Um, yeah, just, just so good. Uh, arguably, the—I mean, I would, I would honestly say, if not the best, one of the best Ninja Turtles figures that has ever been made. Period. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my number, my number four pick.
0: So my number three um, was uh, the first half number one. So there's there's a new champion. Um, But it is at this time. Because there are ones coming this coming year that I think are going to be the new best. um, But at this time, in my opinion, the best WWE ultimate figure Um, from Mattel, and that is Seth Rollins. Um, Between the kind of long flowing entrance robe coat that he has, um, just the deco on it, it's the best Seth-likeness that they've done. Um, Probably one of the best likenesses that they've done ever. Um, Just a fantastic figure. I still have him actually right in front of me. Um, you know, any of the faces, whether it's that like kind of menacing cackle or just the the grin, um, or even just kind of straight, kind of stern faced Seth, like it's it's actually like terrifyingly accurate. Yeah. Um and I, I and
1: for those that that can't, you know, obviously we don't have video here. But uh, Dave still has, you know, has, has his mint. I have mine out of the package, and I, I gotta tell you, Dave, that once you get him out of the package and you start to look at him like on profile and stuff,
0: mm-hmm. it, it
1: gets even more uncanny, like how good this figure is. Um, yeah, it's
0: it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, the faux fur, like it. It was my.
1: We we will we're thinking about putting out kind of categorical top tens you know, maybe in a week or so, um, or throughout this week after this this airs. Um, Seth is is my my number two. I mean, it's right behind Bret Hart. And very easily could have been that, you know, that WWE pick for me. It's just like it's it is one figure. of
0: it's it's a one hundred percent like as we're seeing number three for me. Like it is a figure of the year candidate for sure, and was running very strong for most of the year for me.
1: So my number three, that takes us to my number three. Um, Talk about a figure that came in late, like very late, with mere a week or two to spare (laughs) late. Um, One of the Four Horsemen Studios with their Figura Obscura line has been doing <laughs> has been playing to my 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 weaknesses as a literary nerd <laughs> and continues to make characters from from books that have very like I have very strong connections to. So like obviously when they put out the Headless Horseman, that was a big deal for me last year. It's my favorite fictional character literally of all time from anything. And then this year they had to go and hit me with this figure. Um the the gateway to horror for for many people um is is this ghostly Christmas story, a Christmas carol. And, um, the first ghost that appears to Ebenezer Scrooge, arguably the most terrifying, um, unless it's, uh, unless it's the Muppet Christmas Carol, then it's, it's arguably the most hilarious. Um, but Jacob Marley. So the figura, figura, obscura, Jacob Marley, um, just an absolutely soul crushingly beautiful figure. Um, both from the deco, you know, the fact that he starts to go like, starts to kind of like fade into a translucent plastic, you know, starting at like the knees down to the point where like his boots are, you know, perfectly clear, uh, the, the real chains, the, the vest with all of the, the ledgers and lock boxes and safes and everything hanging off him. The two different heads, he's got the, the head that's, you know, with the, with the stern face and the, the, you know, ghostly eyes, and then he's got the the untied head where his jaw is dropped, and he's screaming. You know, uh, mankind was my business. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's just an, an absolutely absolutely gorgeous gorgeous piece. Again, fantastic box art and delivery on this. The thing that to me, other than it being a terrifying, um, you know, uh, ghost, is is the terrifying fact that. All of the other ghosts and Ebenezer Scrooge are pictured on the box art. <laughs> so me, I'm terrified of, of the Ghosts of Christmas future because I, I'm I'm probably going to be on the hook for like five five more figures from from this from this book. Um, so you know I'm I, I, I don't I don't know. And one of them is likely going to be very large, right? The Ghost of Christmas present is usually pretty big. Big, big, big old guy, big old fella. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they continue to do with the the figure figure obscure line. Um, But but Jacob Marley, he is my my number three.
0: Um, we go from something that is like terrifying. Um. From Eric's number three to something that is, uh, I would say, I would say nicer But still evil. Um, It's in my number two. (laughs) And that is um, the Jazzwares AEW Danhausen. Very nice, very evil ringside exclusives, or ringside collectibles exclusive. Um, The first Danhausen that made it to to market from the line um, down to the outstanding packaging on the box where it's just like in a Manos hands of fate. Kind of cape opening sort of way with Danhausen um you know you get him in in different gear, comes with the curse hands, um and again, like another one of those you could say like, oh, it's you know a likeness of somebody in makeup, which is true. he does have a little red under the eyes, but um a- as Danhausen tends to will say it's the only makeup is the red, so um, the rest of it is Danhausen's face, and it's still like spot on. Just captures the essence of Danhausen perfectly. Um, to the point where it's Danhausen in wrestling gear, where it's like, man, I, I I wish I saw this more often. Not not calling anybody out or anything, but like,
1: hey, we get, we get to see him wrestle. We
0: got to see him wrestle at World's End. Um, A very excellent battle royal. Um, So, yeah, it's it's just... Like, it is... It's as perfect with the cape and everything. Like, oh, it's just... It's a fantastic figure. Like, it's the best wrestling figure of the year, I think.
1: I, I try desperately not to double dip on characters... Um, wrestlers where where possible. Like I try to wait and get like the one that I think is gonna represent them for the longest period of time possible. Um I do that both for budgetary and space reasons. So when I saw for forty bucks, I could get Danhausen and Hook. I went with that version and got the two of them that way. Um, and I don't have any regrets. I love the Danhausen figure that I have, but I am tempted every time I go on ringside. To get yeah, a, I, to get another one.
0: I mean I've got I've got three versions of Danhausen from AEW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh Yeah, it's it's just it's a great figure.
1: Alright, so that takes us to my number two. Um this character that's featured at number two here for me has had one hell of a year. Um one 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 could make the argument that this character has has had the best year of its of its existence in in just about 70 years of existing. Um and this particular version of the character is something that I I truthfully I, I never thought we would really get in uh, in figure form. Um you know, uh NECA did a great job, you know, presenting this this classic character for a while. Um, Bondi and Tamashii Nations through the SH Monster Arts line, they do a fantastic job of going through this character's, you know, history um, and, and now, friend of the pod uh, Kyle Wadaga from Super 7 is, is making versions of this character, and this particular version, like I said, is one that I didn't think we'd ever get, it takes us back to the, the, uh, the early 90s and the Dark Horse Comics days of Art Adams designed Godzilla so this San Diego comic-con exclusive shouts to, um, friend of the pod and, and, uh, member of the toy Migos crew, Dario for picking this up for me, um, while in California, um, at, at you know, at, at San Diego comic-con, I absolutely love this figure. I have not, it, it has not been put away or out of, out of instant reach, um, since I, I got it back in, in July, uh end of July or early August forgot when it, when it actually shipped over. Um, but stunning figure. I love just the size of, of it, the, the feel of it, the, the, the deco it's got that like seafoam green color to it. He's got a little, little tiny guy that's screaming for his life. Godzilla's all, his mouth is all bloody. You got two different, two different Godzilla mouths. It's just for me, if you're going, if I was going to only get one super seven Godzilla figure ever, um, to go with my growing Godzilla collection, this would be it. This is it, to me. This is perfect. It represents the kind of aesthetic that super seven is kind of known for. It represents a part of the character that I don't think any of the other brands that produce figures for Godzilla will ever come near. They will never touch this version of the character, so, you know, not only it being a, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, but it being something truly unique from, um, you know, somebody that we have the utmost respect for as a, as an artist and, uh, you know, and as a friend of the pod. Um, it's just it, to me, it's it's borderline perfect. It was almost my number one um, for the year uh, and was it was only slightly edged out. By by my number one. But yeah, that's that's my number two pick is the Super 7 Ultimate San Diego Comic Con exclusive Godzilla.
0: So my number one. Um this is a very unlike me number one, we'll say. Um you know, this is another one of those ones that I didn't know existed until I saw it. I didn't know. I wanted until I saw it and couldn't be talked out of to purchase when I saw it. Um, But it is one of those things where when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I kept looking at it and I'm like, this is really cool. Oh, this is this this rules. I kind of want this. All right, I want it. All right, I'm getting it. Um, shout out to friend of the pod, Joe for spurring me on and being like, "Dude, you want that? Like, don't not get it." And uh, yeah, like, don't leave it there. Get it. So, uh, my number one from the film, and I, it's one we've talked about, um, and one we've uh, talked about the villain from this film too. Oh God! From, Ad nauseum, we've talked about this. <laughs> yeah, from Camera Three, Revenge of Iris. It is the SH Monster Arts, Gamera 1999 Kyoto, Kyoto Decisive Battle Version Gamera. Um what can I say? Like it's. You know, I know I know you liked a gamera too. Um, but this to me is like the gamma I remember because it's, you know, all of these kind of movies came out in like high school, college, leading through that run. And um, it's just the gamma I remember. So it's... It's just really cool. It's like a cool, craggly... You know, you can make them fly and all that stuff, but just the regular standing camera is my favorite And the way I'm going to display it. Um, you know, just... When I saw it at that Tamashi Nations New York store opening, I was like, this this is the best figure I've seen this year. And it still is.
1: Yeah, we had you know, quick shouts to the 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 to Justin and Dave and AJ, um and Mike over at um at Bondi uh, Namco Toys and Collectibles America Inc. Um shouts to them. Uh <laughs> they had this this year some of the the best things that we got to do or i should say last year 2023 some of the best things and i i think i speak for both of us here some of the best things that we got to do toy wise things that we were invited to things that we got to see um revolved around the the installations and experiences that that bondi had set up going going back to the the um grand central station 15th anniversary tamashi nations pop up which was amazing the the Tamashi Nations um, store in Times Square that opening, uh, Toy Fair their their multi booth up at Toy Fair and the things that we got to see there New York what they had set up at New York Comic Con and you know everything that we got to see at Comic Con the invite through them that um, you know they kind of partnered with Toho and the Japan Society so we got to see two screenings at the Japan Society that were, you know, c- kind of loosely connected to, to, to Bondi and, you know, and the relationship we have there, you know, getting to see an original screening of 1954 Godzilla, and then getting to see a press screening of, of um, Godzilla minus one. I just wanted to take a second just to, just to shout out our, our good friends at, at Bondi and Tamashi nations who, who do a fantastic job um, and they're lovely people and their product is amazing and uh and yeah, we've 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 enjoyed the we've enj- we've enjoyed quite a few um uh SH figure arts and SH monster arts figures this year.
0: Yeah, I think I think at that opening everyone's like was going for the um Dragon Ball Z figure, yeah, which
1: Kid Goku, which I yeah, I have from that.
0: But I immediately ran and grabbed Gamma. Gamera,
1: <laughs> Gamera and, like, and you also got you got Godzilla from that too, right? Didn't you get the um the like midnight edition of Godzilla?
0: Yeah, from
1: uh Monster vs. Godzilla.
0: Yeah, Monster vs. Godzilla. I forget which movie he's from. Um, I think it's, it's Godzilla, I think King of the Monsters. Either,
1: I think it's it's I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's King of the Monsters.
0: I think it's King of the Monsters. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's I mean that gamer to me is like borderline flawless. Like it's so good.
1: So that leaves it to me for my, my number one, huh? Alright. It does. So my number one and I'm going to take this guy out here carefully. Oh, God. All right. Um, this was my number one figure for 11 months. I got this in January. This that I'm holding right here is the Spider-Man, the animated series, Walmart-exclusive Marvel Legends. Um, we actually gave two of these away. I, I I pre-ordered a bunch because I, I wanted to be able to look at paint and like pick the one that I liked best, and I got three that were fantastic, so I didn't have to return any of them. So we ended up giving two of them away. I love, love, love this figure. It is my favorite Spider-Man figure that has ever been made. It's perfect. I would change absolutely nothing about it. It's amazing. I said during the halfway episode, I went back and I listened to it. Um that It would be extremely challenging for anything to top that figure this year. Then, the Marvel Legends team had to go and put out the Green Goblin. (laughs) They had to go and they had to put out the No Way Home Green Goblin that is just remarkable. the, the, The glider, the stand, the deco, the detail, the... Execution. The fact that you can like take the purple stuff off for the most part and and basically make a Sam Raimi, uh, you know, a, a Spider-Man one Green Goblin, um, arguably one of the best human likenesses they have ever done in in Norman Osborn, uh, in Willem Dafoe. You know, you could take the 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 unmasked head off and you can put it on a suited body and uh, and he can claim that he's something of a scientist himself. Um, it's just it's it's as close to perfect as I think any Marvel Legends figure has ever been in the history of Marvel Legends figures. Um I just love it so much. And like, really, you're getting three figures in one if you have an extra suited body lying around, which most Marvel Legends collectors probably have. um it, it, it's it's just it's so good. It's just so good, and I can't. I, I mean, I have a permanent display of, Mar- of MCU villains that that is always up. So I'm so stoked that I'm going to get to look at this figure in perpetuity, pretty much. Um, so I, you know, it, it, it's just it's so it's so good. It's so it's so uh, toyetic. It's just so much fun. I, it's the most fun I have had with any Marvel Legends figure this year, and there have been. Some some absolute bangers. Um, but the simplicity of why that, that Spider-Man works and is so good, that animated series Spider-Man, is the complete opposite with this figure. It, it's, it isn't simplified. It is, they leaned in and they did it right, and it shows. So my number one uh, is the uh, Marvel Legends, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, green goblin that's that's the way it goes and and with that that's that's our that's our top
0: 10 that wraps it up everybody
1: (laughs) um years starting off strong already already got some new toys in it's not even yeah not even the first the first week of january isn't over yet and already got some new things that are Mm -hmm. sitting here that are awesome um, and some
0: announced things to look forward to yeah yeah
1: yeah it's uh there is there is a lot there's a lot cooking and uh and this year's gonna be i have a feeling this year is gonna be another another really good one for for collectors out there um yeah, but uh yeah, so you know we're as we're sitting here talking, you know when this episode is live, it will be on our Instagram, which Dave has mentioned. Uh, multiple times at AIC underscore podcast. It'll be on on YouTube. It'll be we'll have little promo videos popping up places. But uh, we want to hear what your favorite toys were of the year. So um, you know, head to those places, comment, and and let us know what um what your favorites were. Um, yeah, and and uh, you know, really really looking forward to 2024. Dave, do you have any parting words? for our um, our listeners as we um, we now venture forward into the new year
0: shortest year-end wrap-up ever thank you dear listener for hanging out with us today subscribe rate and
1: review us wherever you listen and then tell your friends to do it thanks also to joe azari the golden voice behind our intro our music is game boy horror by the zombie dandies find more about them both on our show notes
0: Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited in some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. <laughs>